Hi, welcome to Bookie. To unlock more world-class bestseller, please download our app. Just search for B-O-O-K-E-Y at Apple Store or Google Play. You will get 7 days free trail with more features. Today we will unlock the book The Presentation of Self in Everyday Life. The main topic of the book displays the way to understand everyday life from the perspective of a theatrical performance. In Shakespeare's comedy As You Like It, the main character Jacques said, All the world's stage, and all the men and women merely players. They have their exits and their entrances, and one man in his time plays many parts. In this statement, Shakespeare used the metaphor of the stage to describe society in which each individual is a player, and everyday life a performance happening on stage. For example, we may carefully dress up and choose our clothes before going on a date, or become fully observant and meticulous in our verbal communication with our boss. Moreover, we may take many selfies, select one and Photoshop it for half an hour before finally posting it on social media. In fact, these are all performances in a particular social context. In this sense, it's reasonable to say, life is like a drama and vice versa. The author of this book Irving Goffman was an American sociologist and a famous social dramaturgical theorist. It's worth mentioning that initially Goffman studied films and wanted to work in the film industry. Later, he developed a keen interest in sociology. So he dropped out and chose to major in the field at the University of Toronto. Afterward, he obtained his doctoral degree from the University of Chicago, and taught at the University of California in Berkeley and the University of Pennsylvania. Known as one of the giants of 20th century sociology, he was elected as the 73rd president of the American Sociological Association. Today's book The Presentation of Self in Everyday Life made Goffman famous. It is also the most influential of all his books. It was perhaps his experience in film studies that enabled him to view sociology from a distinctive perspective, and establish the famous social dramaturgical theory. The theory holds that social behaviors are in essence social performances, and every individual is playing different roles. Hence, in nature, we are all players. Then, how can we understand people's behaviors and interactions in everyday life from the perspective of a theatrical performance? We will illustrate this issue by answering the following three questions. Question 1. How can we view social interaction from the perspective of a theatrical performance? Question 2. How can social members manage impressions on the stage? Question 3. How can we handle problems arising during the performance? Let's start with the first part, how to view social interactions from the perspective of a theatrical performance. When speaking of social interactions, you can try to understand the concept literally. Simply, it refers to interpersonal communication and interplays within society. Though simple, such a common phenomenon is one of the primary fields of research in sociological investigations. Previously in the early phases of sociology, sociologists all focused on macro-level issues such as social evolution and class conflicts. This was continuous until the turn of the 20th century, when their research interests began to shift to micro-level social interactions. This book thus explains social interactions from the perspective of a theatrical performance. 
So, using such a point of view, how did Goffman come to understand social interactions? First, interactions between people conforms to the definition of the situation. You may be wondering what the definition of the situation means. As a core concept that Goffman repeatedly mentioned in this book, it refers to the restrictions of social norms on social roles. This might sound a bit abstract at first. Let's look at an example in the book. Goffman shares a story from the novel A Contest of Ladies about an Englishman named Preeti, taking a vacation on the beach. Preeti showed up on the beach. He took care to avoid catching anyone's eye. Idle and indifferent, he looked up to the sky, showing that others were of no concern to him whatsoever. But it was time to institute a little parade, the parade of the ideal Preeti. By devious handlings he gave any who wanted to look a chance to see that his book was Homer's epics, classic thus, but not daring cosmopolitan too. After a while, he rose slowly to stretch Ace's huge frame and tossed aside his sandals. Then, he turned his stroll into a run and a dive straight into the water, thereafter smoothing into a strong splashless crawl towards the horizon. Quite suddenly he would turn onto his back and thrash great white splashes, somehow thus showing that he could have swum further had he wanted to. Finally, he stood up a quarter out of water for all to see who it was. From these acts, do you now notice how every move Preeti made conforms to the definition of the situation required by a beach vacation? In this situation, he wanted to show others around him an image of himself as knowledgeable, handsome, and cool. That's why he chose to leisurely read a book from Homer, then showcase his amazing swimming skills. This is how the definition of situation influences people. Similar examples can be seen everywhere. At home, we usually are dressed casually, and talk freely and openly with our family members. In contrast, once we enter the workplace, such as an important business event, we wear a formal suit, talk to others with polite words, and are somewhat reserved rather than revealing all of our true feelings. We purposefully switch the ways we behave in different occasions in order to make our behaviors in line with the definition of the particular situation. In the process of conveying messages to others, our messages have two aspects, one is verbal symbols such as what we say during the interaction. The other is nonverbal symbols, which may be expressed unintentionally, such as through our facial expressions, manners, and movements. Let's return to the example of Preeti. Although he didn't convey any verbal symbols throughout the process, he utilized numerous nonverbal symbols, such as the book he held, the way he tossed aside his sandals, his amazing swimming skills, and even the splashes he made. These are all nonverbal symbols which he utilized in his performance. Through these symbols, Preeti displayed a particular impression he wanted to express. So, what are the elements of a performance? In his book, Goffman narrows it down to four elements. They are the script, the team, the stage, and dramatic realization. Let's go through them one by one. A script is indispensable to any performance. We all know that players act according to the script they receive for a theatrical performance. A script is in short the prescribed contents of acting presented to the audience by the players through their performance. According to Goffman, life itself is a dramatically enacted show. Every social member is a player of this drama, 
and its script represents the social norms and social expectations of each role. Every individual needs to act according to this social script, and is also thus restricted by it. For instance, doctors must strictly abide by their professional ethics, and teachers should stick to the principle of imparting knowledge, educating people, and caring for students. The second element of performance of course lies in people, namely performers. When a single person performs, this person is a performer. When several people perform together, they will form a team. A team refers to a set of individuals who cooperate in staging a single routine. For example, a couple made new friends at a dinner party. On this occasion, the wife may demonstrate more respectful obedience in the presence of other people, while the husband will play a dominant role. Of course, the way they behave publicly may not be the same as they act privately. Chances are once they leave the party, the wife will become the queen, and the husband the servant. However, during the dinner party, they will perform as a team and maintain the expected impression the audience expects through their respective roles. You may want to ask if a team equals to a particular social structure or social organization. The answer is not really. In fact, a team is not related to a social structure or social organization, but related to an interaction in which the relevant definition of the situation is maintained. In other words, no matter if they are colleagues or not, friends or people with a superior or subordinate role, as long as they cooperate fully and support each other's performance, they can form a team. For instance, when a customer enters a service agency, all staff will try to provide good service to the customer. This is not due to the social structure in which they work in as colleagues, but rather because their expectation is to work together to serve customers. Here, offering good service to the customer is their current definition of the situation. We have now gone over the script and the team. The third element is the stage. We are all very familiar with the stage, as all the performances we watch take place on the stage. Then, what does the stage mean in terms of social interactions? It refers to the space in which people interact. According to the respective functions, this space can be divided into the front and the backstage. The front is where the performance takes place. It includes not only the settings, such as furniture, decoration, and physical layout, but the performer's appearance and manner, such as sex, age, clothing, gestures, and facial expressions. Everything at the front is visible to the audience. As for the backstage, these settings and props are not necessary. Once performers return to the backstage, it means that they return back to reality from the drama. Simply speaking, once performers return to the backstage, they feel free to be their true selves. Goffman shows such an example in his book. In it, a waiter breaks a bottle of wine. In his office, the assistant manager is harsh and reprimands the waiter with big words, which is namely the backstage of the performance. In contrast, later, when the manager enters the front stage, namely the dining room, he immediately changes his mannerisms. Here, he walks gracefully, holding a dish in hand, and bows with deep respect to the customer, possessing a benign smile on his face. Goffman points out that when a person leaves the front stage, he or she is simultaneously detached from their role. As the script, the team and the stage are all ready, it's time for the official performance, 
that is dramatic realization. In this process, if the performer's activity is to become significant to others, he must put his activity into action, so that it will express what he wishes to convey during the interaction. In other words, we always try to make our behaviors as close to the role we want to present to the audience. What does this mean? Here is another theatrical analogy. We often comment on the acting performance of an actor, but what is the criteria of our judgment? To do such, we judge whether everything the actor presents throughout the scenes are in line with the character's traits in the drama. An example of good acting can be seen when the actor plays a police officer. During an excellent performance, the audience is very likely to really treat the actor as a police officer and forget about their real name and identity. When the actor plays a robber, we will in turn hate the performer and forget that they are simply acting. That's all for today's first part, how to view social interactions from the perspective of a theatrical performance. First, interactions between people conforms to the definition of the situation, which means the restrictions of social norms on social roles. Second, a performance is realized by four elements. They are the script, the team, the stage, and the dramatic realization. Today we are just sharing limited bookie. To unlock more key insights of world-class bestseller, please download our app. Just search for B-O-O-K-E-Y at Apple Store or Google Play. You will get 7 days free trail with more features. Dir hat dieser Podcast gefallen? Dann klicke jetzt auf Abonnieren und empfehle ihn weiter. Bleib immer auf dem Laufenden und folge uns bei Twitter, Instagram und Facebook. Mehr Podcasts findest du auf meinpodcast.de.